Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a sometimes daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Monday, August 9th, and I say sometimes daily because for the month of August and probably into September, we will be three times a week uh, as opposed to the daily show just because it is the NHL offseason. The best way to keep up on things is to hit that subscribe button on your podcast app of choice. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy. If you could also rate and review, that would be so very much appreciated. Today's episode is brought to you by the Locked On NHL podcast. If you want more hockey news, the Locked On NHL team is here to help fill the gap. It's our daily podcast on everything happening around the league. Subscribe and listen each day for a quick look at the biggest stories with the help of our local experts. Uh, if you are on Twitter, you can follow the podcast at Locked NHL Bruins. It's the same handle on Instagram. Last week I uh, paired them because it was bothering me that they were not the same. And if you want to follow me, my dad jokes and hockey tweets, you can find those at Ian C. McLaren. Today on the show, I'm going to look back at Don Sweeney's comments following development camp uh, on Friday about a whole host of things, beginning with uh, the David Krejci situation and the fact that he has left the door open for a return for David Krejci at some point later in 2021-2022. Of course, the longtime Bruins center announced... uh, last week or about 10 days now that he'd be returning to his native Czech Republic for the upcoming season. Don Sweeney did acknowledge there remains a possibility for the 35 year old to return at some time down the line. Sweeney said ultimately with David making a decision we're wondering whether or not he may return at some point in time. That's open-ended. We'll still see if somewhere down the road David Krejci opens the door back up But again, that's his own family decision, and there's no timeline, as I indicated before with David. So, again, even though Krejci has committed to play for his hometown team in the Czech Republic this season, it's still possible that he could play for the black and gold, uh, you know, leading up to the playoffs. Now, in order for that to happen, uh, a couple things uh, would need to be set in place according to NHL guidelines. For one, he would have to sign a new deal prior to the trade deadline in order to be eligible for the playoffs. And he would also have to pass through waivers in order to join the Bruins uh, NHL roster. Now that brings up some questions as to whether teams would attempt to block him from returning to Boston uh, by claiming him. It would obviously be made clear that Krejci would want to return to the NHL to play for Boston only, but you know there are possibilities for teams out there to disrupt this process. They could claim him, and then he just retires. It prevents the Bruins from getting him, and it takes the team off the hook for whatever deal he had agreed to. 
Uh, they could claim him, and you know he could join the team, but that's very unlikely. A team could also claim him and try to flip him to the Bruins for a pick or a prospect in the case that you know this all goes down prior to the trade deadline. It's not dissimilar from a situation that occurred uh, several years ago now with uh, Evgeny Nabokov and uh, the Red Wings. Uh, back in 2011, Nabokov was signed to a one-year deal worth $570,000 with the Detroit Red Wings. He was subsequently snagged off waivers by the New York Islanders. The Islanders were not very good at that time. They were looking for help in net. He had signed with Detroit in hopes of playing for the team in the playoffs that year. He refused to join the Islanders, stating that it didn't make a lot of sense uh, as to why they had even claimed him in the first place. The Islanders suspended Nabokov for failing to join the team, and he sat out the rest of the season. Uh, the next season, he stated that he would be reporting to New York's training camp. Uh, he played for the team the entirety of the next season, wearing number 20, eventually took over the starting goaltender position with the Islanders. And then, uh, you know, he signed a one-year $2.75 million extension uh, near the end of that season and uh, played another season there, making $3.25 million. So in the end, it worked out for both Nabokov and the Islanders. Uh, he was claimed. He played, you know, three seasons with them before ending his career as a member of the Tampa Bay Lightning. But given the nature of David Krejci's decision and his relationship with the Bruins, I would be shocked if it was a similar story if he were to be claimed on waivers that he would, you know, eventually play a few seasons with another team. Now, having said all that, you know, there's no indication at this point that Krejci wants to come back for a playoff run. He signed with the team over in the Czech Republic so that he could move his family back there. And all indications are that he's settled back in at home for the balance of his hockey career. Now, if the Czech League, you know, his season ends early, and if there's an opportunity to come back to Boston for a short stint or a playoff run, obviously, like Don and Sweeney said, the door is always open, but uh, the decision will be uh, David Krejci's ultimately. Now, that kind of brings us to Patrice Bergeron's situation as well. He is entering the final year of his eight-year deal that is worth an annual cap hit of $6.875 million. Sweeney said on Friday that he has had conversations with Bergeron and his representative, Kent Hughes, about the 36-year-old's future, but any talks between the two sides will remain confidential. Sweeney said we'll keep those as private as we do with all the others and let him decide what path he wants to take. Obviously, it's a completely open door for how long Patrice wants to play the game for us, and we'll leave it at that. So, kind of dissimilar from uh, the, the Zdeno Chara situation, for example. Chara wanted to come back. Uh, he wanted to be a Bruin. And, uh, you know, ultimately the Bruins closed the door on him in favor of some younger options on defense. Doesn't seem as though that will be the case for the Bruins, especially because they don't really have anybody knocking on the door to take over the number one center role. Even the number two center role is still up in the air at this point. And um, so, yeah, Patrice Bergeron looks like he'll be given 
uh, every opportunity to remain a Boston Bruin for as long as he wants, and, and rightfully so. And I really do still think that uh, should have been offered to Tachara as well, but alas, he, of course, ended up as a member of the Washington Capitals and uh, remains an unrestricted free agent at this point as well. It would be interesting to see if he does indeed jump on with another team. Before we get to some more of what Don Sweeney had to say about the state of the roster, let's talk about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Right now, baseball is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, info for all your sporting needs, like I said, including baseball, basketball, hockey, UFC. Uh, you can get uh, sign-up bonuses and contest information on there as well by heading over to Bet Online on your laptop or your mobile device. You can sign up for a free account and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code LOCKEDON at Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Do you know that 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? Is it really that surprising? The game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts, who have more tools and more time. It's hard to see you standing a chance. And that's where Stat Hero comes in. It's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works. Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup. You name your stakes, winner take all, you have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. No one else does that. Go to stathero.com slash locked on, sign up for free, and right now you can get three times back on your first play. That's right, they're giving you a 300% match. That's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. Again, that's stathero.com slash locked on. Now, Don Sweeney has indeed been pretty active here so far in the offseason. We've talked about the additions of Linus Allmark, Eric Howla, Nick Foligno, Thomas Nasik, and Derek Forbort, as well as the re-signings of Taylor Hall, Brandon Carlo, and Mike Riley. But he's still in ongoing conversations regarding how to improve the club. He said, we're constantly exploring options, having conversations, the trade situation sort of die down after free agency and everybody sort of reevaluates where they're at but there have been some ongoing prior to that and they're going to continue to explore those options if we can improve our roster Sweeney said we're going to but we certainly addressed some of the needs and we have some younger players that want to continue to vie for spots and opportunity I don't think any team believes they have a finished product sitting here in August Now, we all have heard the rumors uh, involving Christian Dvorak from the Arizona Coyotes, one player that the Bruins reportedly had their eye on uh, for a couple of reasons. He's a very talented uh, scoring center who's no slouch in his own zone. And he also has existing chemistry with Taylor Hall based on their time together with the Coyotes. Whether or not that's what Sweeney is referring to or whether there's something else going on uh, remains to be seen but I think that is still something that they could be looking for now in terms of the asking price it could be uh, somewhat too rich for Don Sweeney's taste at this point 
The asking price is believed to be, you know, some combination of picks and prospects, perhaps even a roster player. Uh, the Coyotes are indeed rebuilding. Um, and, you know, he's 25. He has um, control on his contract at a very reasonable $4.4 million. Uh, so it wouldn't be cheap for the Bruins per se, but uh, I think it's still something worth examining and uh, really seems like Don Sweeney is in communication with uh, general manager uh, Bill Armstrong as they try to find some middle ground here on a potential deal. So again, when we talk about the second line center role, Charlie Coyle being the guy at the moment, all of that you know, uh, is dependent upon whether or not the Bruins are able to make another move for outside help. Uh, Don Sweeney did address the fact that head coach Bruce Cassidy uh, said Charlie Coyle is the quote-unquote obvious choice to get a crack at replacing uh, Krejci as Boston's number two center. Sweeney said Bruce indicated Charlie would likely get that opportunity and we're excited because he's healthy, coming off knee surgery, where he just didn't have the same level of jump and acceleration for the entire season last year. He went through the procedure, his knee is healthy, and he'll be ready to go. Hopefully we see an energized Charlie Coyle, and really the excitement level of playing with Taylor Hall and Craig Smith in all likelihood starting there. Could there be other players, whether it's Nick Foligno or a younger player that surprises us on the right side, uh, be in the mix? Ultimately, uh, Don Sweeney said, I've said it before, We'll likely have to do it by committee to some degree. It's not ideal. But uh, he's confident in the depth the Bruins have with the position after signing Haula, Felino, Nasik on top of the continued development of Jackson Nika and Trent Frederick. He said, fortunately, we still have a number one center in Patrice and the level of play that he upholds. Then it's got to be a little bit by committee and growth. We've got Jack there. And if we can't do it internally, we're going to have to look externally. And again, that brings us back to the Dvorak uh, discussion. It's an important position. We've identified it even through the draft with the selection of Brett Harrison from the Oshawa Generals. You have to have strength in the middle of the ice. A lot of teams would identify that, and we're no different in that regard. There's always a level of exposure and fear that you might not be deep enough. But again, we tried to address it in free agency and bringing in players that can play several positions. And the guys are excited. Ultimately, that's the path we had to take, and the results will dictate whether or not we're going to do it well. So again, kind of the um, center-by-committee approach didn't really bring in a bona fide number two center, a lot of depth players, and Charlie Coyle will get first crack as that guy. Uh, he's being paid like it, certainly, and we'll see if he is indeed up to the task. Finally, he discussed uh, John Moore, who played just 29 games over the past two seasons as injuries have really wreaked havoc on his ability to claim a consistent spot in the Bruins lineup. Uh, the 30-year-old underwent a hip arthroscopy on March uh, 22nd, also a labral repair, leaving him with a recovery of about five to six months. Sweeney said the defenseman is doing very well. He's back on the ice without limitations uh, some, you know, four months after the procedure, so that's a good sign. He's expected to be fully healthy for training camp, giving the Bruins a solid veteran presence and depth option on the blue line. 
uh, and that's important. You saw the Bruins use players as they went through the playoffs last year. Jared Tenorti was in the mix uh, at one point. Uh, you know, uh, Steve Camford, John Moore, both unable to go due to injuries. But he does have uh, more, I mean, 500 games at the NHL level. Hopefully now he remains healthy. He's gone through shoulder surgery, now hip surgery. Uh, unfortunate series of events for him, but that's part of his inability to grab a full-time spot with the Bruins over the last couple of seasons, despite being paid, uh, you know, almost $3 million per. And uh, But from a depth and experience standpoint, the Bruins are hoping he adds to the group. Uh, he can play both sides, which is important because, you know, at the moment there's only Connor Clifton on the right side uh, behind Charlie McAvoy and uh, Brandon Carlo. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot of guys on the left side, uh, some new faces in Derek Forbort, Mike Riley kind of ingratiating himself into the lineup, uh, with his first training camp. And, uh, so they're going to, yeah, really have to find out where guys fit, hope they stay healthy. And, uh, you know, not to say that John Moore, uh, would be a bonus per se, but you know, it would still be nice to get rid of that contract, to be quite frank. Uh, he still has three years, no, sorry, two years left at $2.75 million. So if they could package that, say, in a deal with the Coyotes, who really seem to enjoy taking on uh, older players' contracts, then perhaps that would be beneficial to all. But uh, for the moment, the plan is for him to uh, be healthy and challenge for, uh, you know, one of the perhaps bottom six spots in the lineup and maybe even on the right side. Don Sweeney also mentioned the development camp that took place last week. Didn't really pick out one player specific or to say that anybody's close to being ready for the NHL, but he thought it was an opportunity to find out what their habits are like, how hard they're willing to work, what type of teammate they're going to be. And it was just more of a chance to, yeah, get to know these guys both on and off the ice. Um, you know, really seems like Mason Lorai stood out. Uh, Brady Lyle stood out as well. And that's super encouraging for the future of the blue line, having that, uh, you know, potential left-right-hand punch coming up through the system in Lorai and uh, Lyle. So that's it. That's the latest from general manager Don Sweeney. Again, door still open for Krejci to come back at some point, although it would take some uh, finagling in order to make that happen and uh, hopefully a lack of intrusion on the part of other teams. Uh, open for Patrice Bergeron to begin discussing contract extensions for as long as he wants to stick around. And then center by committee, John Moore looking healthy, and yeah, I for one am just really looking forward to uh, training camp and, and beginning to see how all of this shakes out for the Boston Bruins. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the market. It comes in so many delicious flavors. There's really something for everyone. Coconut, Cherry Barcia, Raspberry, Mint Brownie, Double Chocolate, Salted Caramel, Strawberry, Orange, Cookies and Cream, German Chocolate, as well as the odd limited time flavor like grasshopper cookie. If you haven't tried any of the flavors or all of them, you can get a mixed box where you can get two of each of the nine flavors. Now, they're not only great tasting, but they're also healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, about four to five grams of sugar, four to five grams of net carbs. All amazing tasting. 
and healthy. Built Bar was also the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team, which was pretty cool. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right, to finish up, there's not really much in the way of news and notes from around the NHL to get to. I will say that um, this week I might be doing today and then Wednesday, Thursday, as my wife and I will be heading to a cottage uh, this weekend to celebrate our anniversary. Uh, We try to do that every year, just kind of get away, and uh, very much looking forward to that. Longtime listeners of the podcast may also remember that uh, last offseason, or during the bubble break, really, I uh, was doing a which Bruins wore it best and looking at each jersey number and uh, counting down to number one and naming the Bruin that wore each number best. Uh, I got through, I believe, uh, into the 40s. So uh, at some point soon, I'll try to pick that up and get back into, uh, you know, 39 on down. Uh, and uh, looking forward to that. Let's see. As a preview, who wore number 39? Greg Johnston, Norm Foster, Lou Crawford, Matt Glennon, John Blue, Scott Bailey, Joel Perpick, Zdenek Kutlek, Travis Green, and Matt Bileski. I'm just going to name it right now. Travis Green. I went to a game in Toronto. Travis Green scored the winner in that one. That was probably 2001. Uh, So this is the kind of objective rankings you can find when it comes to these jersey numbers, and I'll I'll try to get to that again uh, sometime here in August. But uh, in the meantime, like I said, I'll try to also uh, get some friends of the pod on the show, uh, some Bruins media members perhaps. Uh, Got a couple other exciting irons in the fire, uh, and I'm looking forward to hopefully bringing you some uh, great content here over the month of August as we get ready for training camp, as well as mailbag questions. If you have any questions, please send them in to LockedNHLBruins or at ENC McLaren, and I'll be sure to answer those uh, sometime later this week. I think that's pretty much it, to be honest. I hope you're all having a great weekend. I took uh, the boys to see Jungle Cruise uh, on Saturday, a very fun movie, kind of reminiscent of, you know, Indiana Jones, Pirates of the Caribbean kind of vibes, uh, and The Rock, Emily Blunt, I guess I should, should call him Dwayne Johnson. Uh, they had very uh, good chemistry. It was a very fun, uh, fun movie to check out. So if you're looking at uh, or want something to watch, it's available on Disney Plus if you're not comfortable going out to the theater quite yet which i completely understand because we are not out of the woods uh here by any means oh what else is going on i'm looking forward to a new killers album this um this friday also lauren and i my wife have been watching dr death on peacock which i really am enjoying i'm all caught up on dave i watched made for love on amazon prime which i really enjoyed if you're a fan of uh you know ray romano Kristen milotti who was criminally underused on How I Met Your Mother. If that's a hot take, then so be it. And, uh, yeah, been watching those. Not really into the sitcoms these days, uh, but I might check out the Cocaine Cowboys miniseries on Netflix as well, if anybody cares to uh, know what I've been watching these days. Also been reading those historical fiction novels by Edward Rutherford and really just hoping for some hockey news to be able to comment on and talk about so yeah i'll be back on wednesday with another episode of locked on boston bruins 
Uh, thank you so much for those of you who subscribe, listen regularly, follow along. Uh, we're nearing a thousand followers at Locked NHL Bruins. If we can get there before uh, training camp, that would be pretty rad. Oh, one more thing before I go. Uh, Darnell Nurse of the Edmonton Oilers signed a massive contract extension uh, over the weekend. I believe it was eight years, $9.25 million. I found it interesting that uh, Kevin Weeks of the NHL Network said, per many of the comments, RE new contract signed by defenseman, you can't buy champagne with beer money. Discounts aren't applicable to top-tier performers. And then Brett Harkins, a Bruins scout, replied with a double eye emoji. So uh, I was trying to decode that over the weekend. Does that mean, you know, haha, the Bruins will show you. We always get guys to sign at team discounts. Or, uh-oh, we're in trouble when it comes to Charlie McAvoy. Uh, my hope, prayer, is that the Bruins can get McAvoy signed to a deal uh, where the first number is eight, uh, that would be a miracle. And, you know, if he goes and has another Norris, you know, candidate-like season this year, the Bruins uh, could have to cough up quite a bit uh, come next season unless there's already an understanding in place, and that's what Harkins was alluding to. Anyways, that's a worry for another day. And for now, I hope you're all taking care of yourselves, taking care of each other. And we'll talk to you again in a couple days. Later.